Can you imagine experiencing your life as easy and peaceful most of the time? Even when things around you seem to be in chaos? It truly is a possibility. That is the gift of living with soul and ego in harmony. Living in self-awareness without judgment. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is energy medicine. Now, here is the host of Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble. Welcome, friends. My name is Tracy, and I'm a Doctor of Energy Medicine. As a bioenergetic therapist, a spiritual guide, and a healer, I specialize in both the cause and the effects of depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain from the perspective of the human bioenergetic field. My passion is teaching energy medicine, such as Reiki, chakra balancing, and Hatha Yoga. But my superpower is connecting, with your permission, directly to the voice of your soul energy. And then, as a trained talk therapist, I have the joy of speaking with your ego energy. It becomes my job to guide, to teach, and to heal, to show you how to bring your soul and ego into harmony. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about this week on the show. Specifically, we're going to be talking about Yusui Te Te Reiki and the philosophy of life that is prescribed specifically in the five precepts that Yusui created to enhance what I call our superpowers, our healing capacities, ways in which we're able to provide really good self-care to ourselves to create a solid foundation and a ground to stand on so that we're then capable of healing others and then teaching others how to heal themselves. Today, we're going to delve into the Reiki precepts, and we're going to see exactly how they can teach us to move through life with ease. I'm really looking forward to spending this day with you, going through exactly what I believe Reiki is. So let's start there. Let's start with what I believe Reiki is. For me, Reiki is universal life force energy. It's something that I am grateful and gifted to actually be able to see. Many experience, many just know. Others are unconsciously incompetent. They're unaware of this energy that flows through us, within us, and around us. What I think Reiki is is a knowledge. It's a way in which we can learn to use the energy of life force, to use the energy of source, of pure, unadulterated love, to actually heal us physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. I first and foremost would like to give much gratitude to my Reiki Shinpinden. The Shin Pindin is your master teacher. It's the person that took their lineage and their knowledge and passed it on to you so that you too can know the power and the empowerment of Reiki. And that Shin Pindin is Sherry Hartree. She's also my mother. 
So there was quite a lot of resistance in me learning Reiki at the beginning. It actually um, took me a couple times to move through first and second degree, but it also took me to the first 35 years of my life to really realize what this knowledge has the capacity to gift to us. There are three levels of Reiki, and today we're going to spend most of our time talking about the precepts, which are taught in the first degree. Reiki first degree is called Shoden, and at Reiki Shoden, we are learning the art of self-care. We're learning how to first recognize and connect to universal life force energy through the teachings of Reiki. In particular, my teachings are Yusui Teite. Yusui was a Buddhist doctor in Japan in the early 20s. And he taught many shoden, many first-degree students. He taught very few, but several, second-degree students. Second-degree is our okuden level. And it's where we learn to heal others because we've already mastered healing ourselves. And then finally, the third degree, Shinpinden. Yusui himself only created one Shinpinden in his lifetime. He believed that it took a lifetime to master the skills of Reiki to create a solid foundation for self and then be ready to heal others. In the Western world, that's much different. And although I am incredibly, incredibly grateful that Reiki was gifted to me in the way it is, I also have concern that we rush through the degrees of Reiki, self-care being the most important of the three. Here in first-degree Reiki, we learn something called the precept. Now, you can Google Reiki precepts, and you're going to find multiple versions. So before we get into that, I want to explain a little bit about the precepts that I'm going to share with you. I'm sharing you traditionalist precepts. As exact of a translation from the language of Japanese as possible. The Japanese language is very poetic, very deep, and very complicated so direct transitions are challenging. The same can be said for the Japanese culture. It's very much unlike the Western culture. What's spoken, behaved, or believed within that culture, there's a deep gap between us and us in the West and Japanese. So it's very challenging to translate Reiki. It's more important to feel it, to know it, to believe in it. And so teaching Reiki has its challenges. For example, when we go into the precepts uh, and the precepts that I prescribe to, and, and by prescribing I mean that they are a very important part of my everyday life in my own practice. They're a very big part of how, what, and why I teach to my students. And they're very much a part of being ingrained in self-care. The first precept 
well, let me start here. <laughs> Although there are five precepts, there is a sixth piece, a sixth element, a, a, an energy that is just as important as the precepts itself. And it starts like this, just for today. Each precept starts with that small statement that is very deep and very complicated, much like the culture in which it came from. Just for today is asking you to give yourself permission physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually to just be in this moment. If we could comprehend the depths of these three words and use them as our medicine, our lives could change just for today, just in this moment. The first precept is just for today. I will to not worry. The second precept is just for today. I will to not anger. The third precept is just for today. I will to be grateful and humble. The fourth precept is just for today. I will to do my work honestly. And just for today, I will to have kindness and compassion for myself and others. They seem pretty straightforward, pretty easy to remember. There have been some complications, and before we delve into each of these uh, precepts a little deeper, I want to talk to you about one of the biggest complications. And I believe that's when um, Google uh, began to get flooded with different forms of precepts, more um, more commercialized, more westernized. When The Secret came out, one of the key learnings in that process was something to the effect of not speaking negatively. And the Reiki precepts were misconstrued as I will not anger. I will not worry. But that's not what that means. In energy medicine, it's through our will, through our self-esteem, through the gigantic energy that we muster up in solar chakra, our will power, that drives us through physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual turmoil so that we see the light on the other side. The precepts are, I won't worry, the precepts are, I will to not worry. And there is a dynamic energetic difference in won't and will to not. And I think that's a very important understanding that we have in this day and age. So let's start with the first precept. I will to not worry. Although we've already put just for today in front of this precept, the will to not worry is asking us to stop projecting into the future, into energy that actually doesn't exist. 
if you could possibly imagine that it's through our thoughts that we create words and that those words become our actions and our inaction and over time our beliefs and our habits. So if we have the will to not worry, to not create energy that hasn't happened and most likely will never happen but to get trapped in it, we're already ahead of the game. We're already eliminating fear. Fear or worry are the same things. And the definition of fear is false expectations appearing real. And if it is true that our thoughts become things, guess what we're creating when we worry? So the value of this precept is to give us energy through words to shift from those moments that we get trapped into this fate of worry. It's a deep breath inhaled. As we exhale, it's just for today. I will to not worry. And that gives us an energetic way to process and release fear the moment we become aware that we're worrying. Now, the will to not anger is not about the future. It's usually about the past. Our anger is triggered because we don't feel safe, secure, or supported. It, too, is fear. It comes from an accumulation of evidence that we're not worthy. And from that lack of worthiness, we create triggers. We create thoughts, words, actions, and inactions that we say are not acceptable. And we tap them into our subconscious mind. And when a person, place, thing, scene, situation, or scenario brings those up, we react. To the situation. We create anger. The purposefulness of anger, as I've mentioned in previous shows, is very important. Anger is the flame of life force energy that burns within us. Its purposefulness is always to be prepared for whatever we need. If we have the capacity to respond to a situation that doesn't feel or look good, Instead of reacting in rage, if we just acted in passion, we'd find a solution with ease for that challenge through our creativity. But that fire must exist. If we're incapable in the moment of responding to a person, place, thing, scene, situation, or scenario, then we react. And sometimes when we react, it's like throwing gasoline on that fire. And that fire becomes uncontrollable and it turns into destruction. And it thinks that it's purpose because sometimes destruction is required. Not necessarily when we react. But sometimes that destruction is required and we burn stuff down. When we have the capacity to take a deep, gentle inhale and say, just for today, I will 
to not anger. What we're doing is we're creating markers within our cellular memory that say this is what I need to be aware of. This is one of my triggers. And that trigger compels me to react instead of respond. And the more of those markers that we create, the more we bring awareness to what in the outside world is creating harm and suffering within us. And that gently leads us into the next precept. That precept is just for today. I am grateful and humble. Taking a look back at the first two precepts, that's usually where harm and suffering is being created, from worry for the future or anger from the past. If we're able to shift into this third precept, we've already begun to become consciously competent. We've already begun to become aware. And it's through this precept, being grateful and humble, that we have the capacity to be less worrisome and less angry to a point where worry and anger very rarely trigger us. We can't be in negative energy when we're in positive energy or vice versa. We can't be positive when we're in negative. We have to shift our energy. And it's through gratitude that we have the capacity to do that. Finding all of the things that represent love, bring us joy, create happiness in our lives that make us feel good is gratitude. Recognizing and naming them is the act of gratitude. Being humble gives us the capacity to be grateful, to live in that energy. Gratitude is the gift that we give not only to ourselves, but also to the world around us. It's time for our first break of the show. When we return, we will continue discussing gratitude and we'll move more deeply into the rest of the precepts. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we'll talk about gratitude. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in that habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, friends. Today we're talking about Yusui Teite, philosophy of life, specifically the five Reiki precepts as prescribed by Dr. McKay Yusui. Today we're going to delve into why these precepts are important. When we took our break, we were talking about gratitude as the gift we not only give to ourselves, but also that we give to the world around us. If we can imagine that everything in this space and time is either vibrating at shadow or negative energy, negative and positive we feel, but shadow and light we do have the capacity to learn to see. So if shadow or negativity is a lower, heavier vibration, and positivity and light is a lighter vibration, imagine that being grateful is that light, airy, comforting sensation that we get as a tingling in our body. And whereas complaining or worry or anger is a heavy, dark, yucky feeling. When we have the capacity to give thanks, to be love and light, we cannot, it is impossible, be shadow. I can't remember the date and I hadn't planned on talking about it today, so I didn't write it down. But in the early 2000s, Harvard University did a study on um, negative energy, specifically um, around emotional trauma. But they set uh, test subjects up with um, technology of that time that would be like a brainwave monitor that allowed researchers to see the brain light up. And the brain literally becomes darker when we are negative. But when we are grateful, when we are just thinking about all of the things we love and that bring us joy, our brains literally light up. In energy medicine, one of the tools that I use to be able to see through your bioenergetic field is your neuropathway energy. It is my belief that as we do energy medicine, especially as the individual moves closer to love and farther from fear, that we're actually changing the pathways, the neuro pathways that our thoughts and our beliefs take throughout our brain. We are creating light within our brain. So the third precept that we just discussed is just for today. I will to be grateful and humble. 
And that gently leads us into my most favorite precept, the one that I use every day in my own personal practice, and the one that I use hundreds of times a day in my private practice as I work with individuals and groups healing from depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain. And it goes like this, just for today. I will to do my work honestly. Let me explain that in a little bit of detail. I believe, and you do not have to, but bear with me for a few minutes and imagine if this was possible and or true. I believe that we all come to this space and time called human being as spiritual beings that have chosen to have a human experience. And a human experience means that we have singularity of thought. We have free will and autonomy. We get emotions. We have experiences. This is all part of being human. But I also don't believe that we came here for no reason, that this was a willy-willy vacation time. I believe that we signed a contract with Source. We said that we were going to come to this space and time, a human being, in a physical form of matter, and we were going to have feelings and emotions and thoughts. We were going to experience autonomy and free will. And we were going to collect those experiences, the good, the bad, the beautiful and the ugly. And when our physical body expires, we take all of those experiences back to the whole. And to me, that's the universe. The universe is made up of source energy, of wisdom energy, of warrior energy, of curiosity energy. And that also is what we're made of. So if we have the will to do our work honestly, it gives us the capacity to remember that good and bad is judgment. It's a judgment that human beings create to categorize people, places, things, scenes, situations, and scenarios, when in fact everything just is what it is. It's through our interpretations of it, our perceptions of it, that it becomes something different. So just imagine if that was true and I was willing to do my work honestly and I'm choosing to experience human being as a most amazing gift where I'm learning, sharing, healing and growing and yes, Sometimes that can look and feel bad. Sometimes that can look and feel good. But I get to choose what that is. How do I get to choose that? Well, I have to do my work honestly. I have to remember that if I move closer to love and light and farther from fear and darkness, that I'm going to have the capacity with ease to find the good, not only in myself, but in others. I'm going to want to contribute to this space and time called human being in positive, purposeful, and passionate ways. Being willing to do your work honestly starts with being willing to be self-aware, 
to be willing to recognize what triggers and controls you, but also to be willing to find what you thrive in. And then to create processes in your life that guide you in that direction. For me, those processes include daily routines. Every morning, I do a meditation that grounds me to earth energy, that opens me to love and forgiveness so that that's the place from which I approach everything, that connects me to heaven energy. And to me, that source, it's God. I'm asking heaven energy to flow through me, with me, and around me each and every day because that's where I do my work honestly. But I also ask that source energy for protection because I am human. I still have moments of being unproductive, of being unkind, of forgetting how important passion and purpose is for me. This is the guidance that I ask for. And by doing my work honestly, I believe I receive that guidance. Just for today, I will to do my work honestly. What does that mean to you? Give yourself permission to have the courage to literally say in your brain and from your heart, what does it mean for me to live this life honestly? Are you pleasing others at your own expense? Are you trapped in shame? Are you moving closer to fear instead of closer to love? Are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? If you're Answering yes to any of those, know that these precepts that I'm gifting to you today, used just a couple times a day, just remembered, are going to help shift you out of that darkness, out of that shadow energy, and slowly and gently a little closer to the light. Just for today, gift yourself permission to write these precepts down, to read them to yourself, to place them inside your cellular memory, to remember them, to use them as a prescription to and to heal so that you will be a giver with love, a taker with generosity so that you no longer know shame, anger, and lack of worthiness as your space. You know self-esteem and willpower. That you no longer wake up feeling sick and tired, but inspired to be who you want to be. Worry and anger are behind you. Gratitude and humility are who you are. And in that moment, you are willing to do your work honestly. It's time for our second break of the show. When we return, we're going to move into the final precept. The precept of having the will to be kind and compassionate 
with yourself and with others. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in that habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we are discussing the five Reiki precepts, Yui Teate's philosophy of life. The precepts start always with the statement, just for today. The first precept is, just for today, I will to not worry. Just for today, I will to not anger. Just for today, I will to be grateful and humble. Just for today, I will to do my work honestly. And finally, just for today, I will to be kindness and compassion to myself, and to others. We're talking about kindness and compassion. It seems to be incredibly easy to uh, be those things to others as opposed to being those things to ourselves. We have somehow created a human capacity of being so cruel to ourselves, of finding either deep fault in our own selves or deep fault in the influential others, the outside others, our people, places, things, scenes, situations, and scenarios. What if Nothing was actually the fault of anyone. What if it just was? One of the statements I like to use in my group sessions, which sometimes may come across as a little harsh, so please give me the opportunity to explain it once I say it, is the concept of minding our own business. 
If we have the capacity to be kind and compassionate with ourselves and others, it becomes so much easier to mind our own business. And what I mean by that is exactly what these five precepts prescribe. If we focus all of our energy, all of our light, on being outside of worry and anger, of being inside humility and gratitude, and through that, doing our work honestly, focusing on growing, healing, learning, sharing, and doing all of that for ourselves. And we treated every other individual with kindness and compassion because we know they're doing the exact same thing for themselves. They're creating a solid foundation of self-care. This would be a different world. We would be minding our own business, building ourselves up, creating strength and courage and love and light. We wouldn't have to be fixing other people. We wouldn't have to be fixing the world because energetically we would be living in a space and time that is more love and light and less fear and darkness. So having the will to be kind and compassionate may take some work. But by introducing the precepts into your life in the order that I've presented to them, and I will present them to you once again, you're actually shedding off layers of darkness that you do not even really have to look at or dive into. So let's go through those precepts one more time. Give yourself permission to really feel which one you don't like that you'd rather just avoid for now and realize that that's probably where you're at right now in this moment. So let's do this one more time. Just for today. I will to not worry. Just for today, I will to not anger. Just for today, I will to be grateful and humble. Just for today, I will to do my work honestly. And just for today, I will to be kindness and compassion to myself and to others. In first degree Reiki, the purposefulness behind this training, this learning, this development of knowledge and self-awareness is 100% and entirely about self-care. It's about getting into the messy, mucky parts of you that you've been avoiding, ignoring, and escaping throughout your lifetime, but you've also been feeding and fueling with unconscious awareness. If we have the capacity to get into that muck and to clean it up, it's no different than a pool at the beginning of May that's just endured a long, hard winter. It's pretty disgusting to look at, 
And we couldn't possibly imagine diving into there. But we take a little bit of time and a little bit of energy and we look at what needs to be cleaned up. We put a little elbow grease into it. We, in the pool's case, we're probably going to throw some chems or some amazing salt in there. And the next time we turn around to look at that pool, it is gorgeous. And we can't wait to dive headfirst into that water. Imagine that analogy is your personal energy. Yeah, when it's mucky and dirty and it hasn't been taken care of, it looks gross. But with a little bit of effort, a routine or a practice of maintenance and care, that's going to be a place you want to dive into head first. It is your truth. It is your love and light. So by understanding what the precepts are, by implementing them into your daily life, even if it's just gently at first, read them once a day. Recognize which one is your trigger or was your trigger that day. Gift yourself permission to be aware of that tomorrow. What we're gifted with through the Yusui Teate precepts is a map. A path to healing, the way in which soul and ego come back into harmony, connect to life force energy, and gift us the capacity to be our true selves. And when we are that true self, when we are engaged in being honest in our daily work of being human beings, guess what? We innately, in the cellular being, that we are have the capacity to heal others and as we do that healing whether it's physical emotional mental or spiritual whether it's hands-on or from a distance we're receiving healing as we're giving it because the second degree okuden isn't a healer the Okaden is the conduit to the healing. Life force energy flows through you in first degree Shoden to heal you. But in second degree Okuden, life force energy flows through you, healing you as you flow energy through another. What would this world be if we all had the capacity to recognize that we are that powerful? That if we just took the time, if we released the shame and, and the old tags of selfishness from humanity and said, I'm going to work on me. I'm going to make myself a beacon of love and light. And when I'm ready, when my foundation is solid, not because someone else says I should, I must, or I have to, but because I want to and because I'm ready, I'm going to put my hands on you and I'm going to help you heal yourself. I'm going to help you through that muck and mud. I'm going to help you make this pristine space. 
what kind of world would we have then? Who would we be? It's through this healing that we get to be our truth. It's a philosophy of life. Releasing anger. Releasing worry. Finding gratitude and humility. Doing our work honestly and being kind and compassionate in the process. That's a pretty cool place to live. You can sign me up for that. It's time for our final break. When we return, we're going to talk about the three degrees of Reiki and why I think it's so important that we all have at least first, in case you don't realize I'm extremely passionate about that. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is, so we get stuck in that habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Tracy, and you are listening to Soul Healing on Inspired Choices Network. I would like to share a little bit of my story with you. Um, Reiki is my foundation. It is how I discovered energy medicine, but it's also how I discovered um, what I like to call my superpowers, the capacity to see through your bioenergetic field, grab a hold of non-beneficial energy and burn it away because that energy is not your work. Your work is deeper. But all of that gunk in the bioenergetic field is stopping you from getting into that. It's through Reiki that I believe I cultivated the capacity to hear the voice of soul. As a superpower, it gives me the capacity to know what you need before you're capable of knowing that. And I've learned that in that, I have to allow you to do your work honestly, but I'm here to guide and teach you. One of the most passionate programs that I teach is Reiki. First degree Reiki is the teaching of self-care. 
first, I want you to realize that I believe what I'm about to say is true. We all have the capacity to connect to universal life force energy, to heal ourselves and to heal others. But I also think it's true, or at least real, that as human beings, we just don't believe that. And we need teaching. We need knowledge and guidance to figure out that that's true. And I think that's what first-degree Reiki is. If you already have first-degree Reiki, please, Gift yourself permission to get your hands on yourself. Do a daily treatment. Use the precepts. Gift yourself what you innately have to gift yourself. Wash that muck off. If you don't have first degree Reiki, seek out someone in your area that is willing to teach first degree Reiki deeply. This is not a three-hour learning experience. Make sure that person is going to guide and support you after the training. Look for healing exchanges in your area. First-degree Reiki is the most incredible gift ever in my life that I was given. Because of it, everything else is brighter because of it, I've had the capacity to become who I want to be. And I am her every day with conscious awareness. First degree Reiki is where we find the courage to get into that mucky water and clear it up so that for the rest of our lives, we live within a pristine pool. If healing yourself is where you need to be, stay there. Second degree Reiki will teach you how to heal others. There is absolutely nothing more you need with that. Reiki master or shinpinden is not a status or a piece of paper. It's an oath that you take with God that says, I will teach others this art. If you're not willing to teach others, please don't pursue Reiki Master. The energy of it isn't true. It isn't the light. First degree, you heal yourself. Second degree, you heal others. And third degree, you teach. I'm so grateful today for this opportunity to share the Reiki precepts. They have changed my life, and I have watched how they've changed lives of thousands of my students. And I'm so grateful for this forum, for the Inspired Choices Network, to be able to put this information out to anyone willing to hear it. So thank you for listening today. As always, I am incredibly grateful to have spent this time with you. I'm trusting that you got exactly what you needed for, from me today. But if for any reason you haven't or you have questions, concerns, or ideas, don't hesitate to email me, tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Tracy spelt with an I, tracy at tracytrimble.ca. If you're curious about what I do or how I can personally guide and mentor you, check out my website, tracytrimble.ca. I hope that you're going to join me next week as we discuss the idea of being 
who you want to be. We're going to talk about what that means to you, but also why it's so important that we know exactly who we want to be. I'm going to teach you how to define you, to practice you, to be you. But most important, I want to teach you how to check in with yourself without judgment, without criticism. And I'd like to share some processes that I use so that I am consciously competent at all times. I am who I say I want to be. That doesn't always mean that life is sunshine and roses. This isn't a magic pill. It's work. Being human is work. But what this awareness brings to us is the capacity for this work to be the most amount of fun possible, the most amount of joy and love possible. Can you imagine living your life from a positive, spiritually-based mental attitude most of the time? Let me tell you, 15 years ago, I wouldn't have said it was possible. And now, especially over the last three years, I live that life every day. And I am so grateful to be gifted the opportunity to be a spiritual guide, a healer, and a doctor of energy medicine. It's because of you. It's because of places like Inspired Choices Network that myself and others get to be exactly who we're meant to be. Again, if you have any questions, concerns, or ideas, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Please remember the precepts just for today. Will to not anger, will to not worry. Be grateful and humble, willing to do your work honestly, and kind and compassionate. I'm Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, and I'm asking you to gift yourself awareness. Have a great day. Thank you for choosing to listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. Tracy will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give yourself permission to learn, share, heal, and grow through self-awareness without judgment.